Welcome to uh, the first episode ever of the Vigo Rugby Podcast. I'm sitting here in Weatherspoons on game day one of the new season. So I'm here with Liam Wiltshire, Jake French, Tony Whitehead. We're looking forward to the last pre-season game before the season starts. Uh, guys, I want to start with, how's the summer been? You've been doing much, much fitness going on? Yeah. Yeah, loads. So yeah. much fitness. Doing Absolutely it all. loads. Yeah, Probably the fittest I've ever felt. Definitely. On a more serious yeah. note though, Pre-season, has it got you fit? No. Not feeling fit? Yeah, I'm feeling I think it fit. would have done if we did it properly. Yeah. Maybe. Okay, so what Can't we're saying is we're not, Too many not fully prepared for the season just yet. I've celebrated on the promotion. <laughs> I'm still on stop just finished celebrating. It's been a three-month celebration. Pre-season hasn't started for me yet. <laughs> it starts this week, next Saturday. Uh, just a quick one then. I mean, we've probably spoken about it too much over summer already. Promotion, is it still fresh in the mind? Yeah. yeah. Do you remember anything about the night out? Not no, not really. Not huge amount. I walked all the way home from Rochester. We got to the Grove, maybe? No, I went Yeah, we ended up in the Grove. Yeah. Uh, just a quick shout out for the Grove. Is it any good? Shit. It's terrible. Almost. Oh, Probably the worst nightclub oh, yeah, no, anyone has ever been to in Gravesend. Yeah, okay. Um, how are you feeling about today? Last pre season. Confident. I think you're going to do it, Seven Oaks second team, doing anything about them? They play at our level. That's it. I know one of the players who's playing on the bench today, you might remember him, Tony, Mike Wharton. Oh, yeah. He's on the bench today for the twos at 7 8, so we might get to see him on the pitch. Yeah, interesting. interesting. He's, a, he's a big boy. Um, I don't know how old he is, though. He's older than, older than me, so. Like getting on a bit. Is this what he's pension? But should be should be good still. Looking forward to the game. CJ starting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big. He's got his first start yeah. today, CJ. Big. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Max Gregory starting. Good. And uh, <clears throat> is Max in the squad today? Max Gregory. Yeah, can you, can anyone give us a rundown of the squad? Because I haven't seen the squad for today. I've got, I've got the list. So the first team squad for today against Seven Oaks Twos at home is presented by Jake French, Bucko, Checo, CJ, Cosmo, Dinos, Dom, Fitz, George Rawlins, Hazy, Hendo, Marcus, me. Liam, Max Gregory, Phil Saul, T-Pup, Will James and Dave Minton. Nice, right, strong squad. Not in order. Strong squad Dave though. Minton. Yeah, that'd be weird. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're all solid. Cool, cool, cool. Right, Here last your six breakfast Oh, look, wrap. my breakfast is coming. That's good. We're in Weatherspoons. Uh, see you, please, mate. There we go. Enjoy. Cheers, buddy. Um, just a quick one. <laughs> last thing before we go for it. I want to talk about rituals. Obviously, this is a ritual for us. Breakfast club. In Grey's End, in Weatherspoons, big shout out to Weatherspoons. Spud Light, Spud Light, one ninety nine. Um, morning rituals, Tone. What's your morning ritual? Just as you're eating a sausage. Classic breakfast club, mate. Just breakfast club. That's it. That's all Tony needs. Anything, Jake? Do you have anything like packing your bag? Anything like that? PlayStation. PlayStation. Liam, anything you got? No, really. It's always a mad rush because my kit's not washed. <laughs> wash your kit in the morning of a game. <laughs> we'll literally wash it. Turn up a bit wet. And All breakfast right. club, obviously. Last thing about rituals, just before you go out for kickoff, what's the last thing you do? Tap the badge. Tap the badge. Yeah, door on the way out, above the door, like the Anfield badge. Everyone goes for the door badge. No, I scrounge around for sweets on the table. Liam <laughs> <laughs> scrounge around for sweets on the table, very nice. Give <laughs> me that sugar. 
Okay, uh, so welcome to the next uh, segment on our podcast. It's going to be called uh, Drive Time. Uh, drive Time this week is uh, obviously me on the way to the game. This week I'm with Liam Wiltshire, getting a lift from Gravesend. How are you doing, Liam? Very well, thank you. Good, good. Now on Drive Time, uh, it's a different person every week, and uh, we get to ask them a few questions about their pre-game build-up, and then we try and get a little exclusive story uh, about maybe someone, someone in the squad or a few people in the squad. Um, hopefully it's embarrassing but it's drive time so no one else will ever know so we'll start off with a few questions for you Liam um, first of all um, a few favourites for you about pre-game so favourite pre-game pump up song what is it um, one of my personal favourites I always find myself listening to is uh, Fort Minor remember the name remember the name yeah you know I don't know if I know it would I know it if I heard it you know yeah 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 yeah, I know. That. <laughs> you know it. Yeah, you? I know it. Ten percent um, luck, twenty percent skill. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I got yeah. Let me pick that up. Uh, all right, yeah. Uh, your favourite pre-game snack? What do you do before a game? What do you eat? Um, usually it's obviously uh, breakfast, but if I was have a pre-pre-game snack, which is obviously in the change room, it's always was ever supplies. Usually a a tangfastic, Haribo tangfastic. Nice, tangfastic's always good before a game. You mentioned breakfast there. What's your breakfast of choice on a, on a game day? It's always, uh, we have a ritual and it's uh, started last season. It's always Weatherspoon's breakfast. Uh, yeah, I should have I known that, part of the ritual. £4.99. £4.99 for a large breakfast. Large breakfast. Who has, and, the, large, who has the large breakfasts in the in the club? Um, me, Nick McPherson. Whoa, I don't go for a large, mate. I go for a small. Just me then. <laughs> um, Just tell me quickly about Breakfast Club. What sort of breakfast does Jake have? Do you remember? Yeah, Jake always has something a bit off the. Because uh, he goes for. I've noticed track. him go yeah. for a large breakfast and. And sometimes the bagel that they recently took off the menu. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, and also Eggs Benedict sometimes. Yes, Eggs Benedict. Yeah. I've seen that also. Yeah, man of many uh, others. Yeah, nice. Um, so, last thing in your pre game rituals, Liam, at drive time is. Do you have a, like a changing room activity? So when you when you arrive in the changing rooms and you start getting changed, obviously a few of the boys have got different rituals in the changing rooms. You obviously got to get yourself ready. What what do you do when you arrive in the changing room until you go out to play the game? Uh, well, usually I walk in. There's various people I like to wind up on my way to my chair. Um, but yeah, just usually trying to get changed as fast as possible before the coach comes in and tells me to hurry up. <laughs> um, yeah, not I'm not a man of rituals really. <laughs> but just make sure everything's in place, tape's tight, nice. and the boots done up. Yeah, perfect, perfect. Um, so just the last thing on that, we just touched on changing room activities, and uh, obviously the rest of the boys are in there with you. Is there anyone in the changing room? Um, in fact, we go for two. I mean, is there anyone in there that's hung like a donkey? And is there anyone in there that's hung like a pencil? There is somebody in the changing room that is hung like a donkey or baby gorilla's forearm it's uh, <laughs> it's actually quite freakish um, but uh, there's actually pencil? yeah there is somebody that's actually nicknamed the pencil their nickname is the pencil yeah how how, uh, how, how, how do you get the nickname of the pencil how did that come about there was a <laughs> of which two of the fellows were there um, can you can you give me their names oh, I can't unfortunately no. Oh, no names no names no on names. the pod today um, and give us a story there was one of which laying there on one sofa, I assume, and the other on another sofa. And uh, this come from the person who was the innocent party here, and 
started to hear a loud sort of knocking and as he looked up reached for his phone as he saw the other party on a 360 spinning chair <laughs> with a girl on top which could only be described as slow, depressing and let's go in the kitchen <laughs> and the video I'm was like, cut yeah, short I might have seen this on video <laughs> yeah was, um, oh, but no. then from that video everyone evidently saw that the pencil was obvious and the name pencil and the, the pencil and there is now a man I think I know who you're talking about who uh, who is now called the pencil yeah that's correct I did I forgot about that story though I forgot about that story Are we? I feel like as there's video evidence of that story we know that it's 100% true as well yeah so I'm unlucky for the pencil can we can we literally can we can I just one more time can I ask you can we get any names for this story people that could be called the pencil no unfortunately not Oh, fair, fair play though. Fair play. Got to, got to look after the fellas. Keep their, uh, keep their names out of the story. Yeah. <coughs> um, nah, you thought I was going to give you the, give you the name then, but I'm not. Um, well, that was, uh, that was our first ever segment of Drive Time with Liam Wiltshire. Liam, thanks for the lift to the game today. No worries. And uh, hopefully we'll catch you again on Drive Time. Hopefully. Good luck today with the game. Thank you. All right. So we're in the changing room uh, before the game with Max Gregory. How you doing, Max? Good, mate. Good, good. So, Thank Max, you. this is your first time running out with the ones in a couple of years, right? How are you feeling about it? Uh, buzz, buzz for the game. With the boys, back with the boys. It's going to be good. We're going to win. And we're going to get good. boost. Do you, remember, do you remember your last game in the ones? Uh, it was many moons ago. Many moons ago. Too long ago. Too long ago. Too long ago. What, um, are you on the bench today? Or are you starting? I don't know about no, the squad I don't, today. I don't know either. Okay, fair play. Fair Wherever play. he needs me, I'll be there. Good, good. Obviously, it's friendly today. The last friendly before the season starts next week. For, no such thing as a friendly, freeze. mate. No such thing as a friendly. It's a good philosophy to have, mate. No. Not going to lie. Going to yeah. have to go knock some people about out there. Yeah. Um, do you feel like you're ready for the season now, though? After uh, pre-season? I think, I think, I think, uh, yeah, the uh, the first team captain, Dave Winston, has been a great influence. <laughs> uh, he's got us already. Good, good. We're all right. buzzing. And you got Dave in your ear over there. Dave, do you, uh, do you concur? Do you think, as you're here with us... Do you oh, think sorry, are we having a chat? <laughs> so, um, Dave, you seem like you feel like you've got the boys ready this summer. Is that, is that the case? Uh, you know, I think everyone's in, in pretty good nick, pretty good shape. Um, exception of uh, Liam Wiltshire, who's looking a little rusty. But, you know, I'm sure he'll come into you. his own as the, as the season <laughs> progresses. Um, yeah, I'm sure he did. Um, but no, we're looking good and structure's there and uh, patterns are there. So today's all about working on that and getting that in the right place ahead of, ahead of a big game next week. Good, good, good. Well, look forward to watching it. Look forward to watching it, mate. On, just on a more personal note, we know you've uh, got, got an arrival on the way very soon. Can we have any, any news? Um, no, nothing yet. Nothing no yet. Um, hopefully it comes soon. Um, because I'm not sure my life will be worth living if it if it goes much shh, beyond shh, the uh, shh, you can hear this beyond the date. But, um, <laughs> but no, very excited. Cool, and, cool, uh, cool. Obviously, you know, if 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 she does decide to come whilst whilst we're on game day, um, you know, I'll just just have to see it through to to the 80 minutes and and hope that hope she's managed she can, to she stand can hold it. Yeah, she should. I mean, I mean, she should be able to. Shouldn't be an issue. Yeah, so. no, she should be fine. <laughs> Cheers, Dave. Okay, so we're still here in the changing room pre-game. Um, game hasn't started just yet. We're actually in the changing room now, and we're standing with debutante uh, today um, for the first team, and that is CJ Cahol Maguire. If uh, you know him a bit more personally, but CJ to everyone else, CJ, how you doing? I'm good, Nick. How are you? 
Not too bad, not too bad. Um, thanks for calling me by my name, though. No one's mentioned my name yet. I was hoping people wouldn't know it was me. Um, <laughs> we, we can start again if you want. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right, that's all right. So, CJ, how long has it been since you played a proper 80-minute game of rugby? Uh, I retired six years ago. You retired six years back, and you're now back in the fold. Where are you playing today? Uh, hooking, I believe. Did you ever imagine you would be in the front row? Uh, well, no, because my last game six years ago was actually as a scrum half. <laughs> scrum half for who? Uh, university second team. <laughs> yeah. Where did you Very nice. Uh, uh, front row, uh, <laughs> then back row, and then... I'll From what you. I remember, you had a wonderful game at number eight in 2008. The Is that dream correct? Final. Yeah, the was dream a, it was final. Yeah, it was a cup final. Yeah, it was a cup final against uh, Medway Universities, played up on the first team pitch at Esher. It was a lovely day. Yeah, it was a lovely, well, no, it was a shit day. No, it was actually horrible, wasn't it? <laughs> the weather it was, was terrible, but yeah. it was a lovely win. It's not like that out there today. It's uh, looking like a beautiful sunny day for the game today. Vigo first team against Seven Oaks second team. Um, any game predictions from you? Um, Just a heads up, Mike Walton is on the bench for the twos, by the way. Happy days. So he's playing against you. Um, close game. I'm going to back us to win. By a try, I think. I think that's yeah. I mean, you've got to back us because you're yeah. literally on our. You are us. No, by a try. Yeah. That's what I mean, mate. You know. <laughs> okay. Cool. So it's a tight game, but Vigo to win by yeah. a try. All right. Fair enough. I'm just gonna hobble across the change room. Phil Saul's over here, obviously in his regular spot in the bench seats yes. with his rogues hat on. Phil. How you doing? Yeah, not bad, mate. Not Productive bad. pre-season for you this summer. Yeah, I know. Lots of uh, working out. <laughs> good kid. Good kid. Yeah. Um, any predictions from you for today? Uh, I don't know. Probably a lot of injuries and a lot of sweating. A lot of sweat. I reckon sweating yeah, is probably a good shout. Sweating is going to happen. How much of the game are you looking to play today? Hopefully about twenty minutes or ten yeah. minutes. Twenty or ten. Played sixty last week, so that's what matters. <laughs> sixty. <laughs> a bit, bit more than I wanted. Pre, yeah, pretty pretty long time for you actually. Phil. Yeah, it is. It's the longest <laughs> I've played in a good while. Yeah, yeah, yeah so nice. So you'll be spending more time on the booze later than on the pitch today. Well, I've got a party straight <laughs> after. So. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. All right, mate. Well, good luck today. Cheers, mate. No worries. Hang on. All right, guys. Uh, we're back online with the podcast. We are about five minutes in. It's been a, an impressive start from Vigo, actually. A couple of penalties earned, uh, one in the in the scrummage, and we've uh, turned over a scrum, which is great. Um, at the moment, we're down in the Seven Oaks half. We're attacking. Uh, Jake's just hit it up hard on a one, and there's some good stuff all round. I'm, uh, I'm standing here with another one of my injury buddies, uh, Ben Morehouse. He is also on crutches. Oh, unlucky on the offload. Uh, ben, what have you? Uh, can, you tell us, can you tell us what you've done? Um, so I've partially torn my calf. Um, four to six weeks out, but I should be back nice and strong soon. I normally Good recover soon. quicker than a normal human. <laughs> Why is that? Some sort of superhuman legs, have you? It's, uh, it's Domino's. Domino's pizza. Domino's pizza. <laughs> Getting a shout out for Domino's pizza on the yeah. on the Vigo Rugby podcast. It's very <laughs> nice. Um, when so when what what sort of week are you targeting a week in particular to be back playing? Um, probably third game into the season. I nice. want to be. I want to be playing. Nice, that's nice. And are you? I mean, over pre-season, I've seen you've been um, trying to adapt to a new position. Are you enjoying the second row, or are you sort of just getting to grips with it? Or um, I started. I played the first game at second row. Uh, last week against Alsford. Um it was a, it was good. Um, obviously, it was a big challenge. But I found it fun, but hard as well. Um, Dom, just as we're talking to Ben, there that's a mark from Seven Oaks. Adam Fitzgerald made a really good run down the wing, um, made a few yards, but unfortunately, 
That's gone straight off. That is a Vigo line out about 40 metres out from the Seven Oaks line. Um, thanks for uh, having a chat with us quickly, Ben. Um, we no might worries. catch up with you again over the coming weeks. Yeah, lovely. I think their heads have come off. Okay, next segment we got here for the Vigo Rugby Podcast, episode one, uh, is our halftime segment. Uh, and today we are going to get the incredible thoughts of Ollie McSweeney. Afternoon, all. Thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us, Ollie. Uh, obviously, halftime, um, Seven Oaks have just scored. Situation is seven zip to Seven Oaks. Any incredible thoughts from you on the first half? Uh, nothing too special on that first half, I thought. Uh, lacking in ball, as said so by yourself early on. Uh, Seven Oaks have controlled the game pretty well, so to date, not really much incredible going on. No, no. Um, obviously, you've watched a lot of a lot of games in the past sort of eight eight or nine months now. Has through, this, through has injury, this, um, like yeah, oh, no, yeah, obviously yeah. you've had a, just, uh, a pretty terrible terrible injury uh, yeah. last Christmas, just before Christmas, which you know is a big blow to everyone in the squad. Um, where would you say this first half ranks amongst your most boring Vigo first halves? It's got to be up there. Um, every time you come out and watch the boys play, you uh, you replay it back to the promotion game, which was obviously a fantastic game of rugby to watch. Um, we'd love to see the boys play like that every week. But um, you're comparing it against games like that, then we've done nothing in to, to enthrill me into this game. But um, let's hope the second half picks it up and we can have... Uh, have a bit more excitement. To oh, you know, I've got high hopes. I think there's there's a lot of improvements we can make. We've had a lot of a, a lot of ball, in a sense that we've we've given ourselves a lot of opportunities. So we've given ourselves some lineouts down in their half. Our scrummage is going very well. We've earned, earned two penalties and a turnover at the scrum. Um, so we're getting the opportunities. We're just not executing at the moment. But I think if we can change that in the second half, we're in with a in with a, a good shout. Very here. very much so. And uh, Dom Dom Carzlaw with a couple of very nice box hits uh, going yeah. on there. Let's nice hope he doesn't mention, pick up Dom. another inch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Actually hope, so. hope our fellow nines is a good, good. Uh, it's the number nines club. We've already got three of them club. injured exactly, at the minute. So. Exactly that. <laughs> um, just the last bit from you here and your incredible thoughts. Yes. Um, if you had to pick a man of the match right now, first half only, who would you pick? Uh, currently, be going to Tony Whitehead. I feel like yeah. he's got around the park very well for a big man of his stature. Um, closely followed by Phil Chexford, he's put in a couple of very crucial crucial hits so it's close between those two at the moment yeah there's been a lot of defence and both of them have been making their tackles exactly so that exactly I, that I agree with you there I concur I concur um, just the last one uh, actually um, what are you drinking today uh, I'm on the Fanta Fruit Test today because oh, I, uh, I threw up on myself on Thursday night so huh. I feel like I should be having a bit of a quiet one for the next couple any of days any interesting stories uh, well no just a £60 taxi and a um, and a dry cleaning bill oh that hurts that hurts it does hurt a lot well, Ollie, well, if there's nothing more interesting coming out of your mouth, then we're going to have to call it quits. We're going to have to hope that something interesting comes out this second half. All right, well, let's get on with the second half then. Thank you, Nick. Thanks. Okay, welcome back, guys. We are uh, we are now we are now standing after the game. It was an unfortunate loss for the first team today. They lost uh, 19-7 to a good Seven Oaks side. There's a lot of, lot of positives and a few things to work on. But I'm standing here right now uh, to find out how the second team got on today third against... Team. Well, it's twos, threes, mix, uh, but mainly, no, mainly threes. Yeah, uh, against um, Seven Oaks Freeze Fours, um, yes. and I'm standing here with one of the guys who played today on his return, Tom Spear. How you doing, Tom? I'm doing very well, Nick. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. It's nice to see you down at Vigo. Yeah, it's good to be here. Great to be here. What's been going on in your rugby exile? In my rugby exile, not much really. It has literally been an exile to the land of no rugby. 
Um, since we last saw you down here, you've now got a wife, two children. Wife, two children. You know, lots, lots, lots of change. Is there still? Are you still on the wild nights, the Tom Spear wild nights? Uh, occasionally, when I do go out. I do punch it to like 9.6 out of 10 and end up shooting the bed. But you know, if you're going out three or four times a year, you've got to make them times count. Exactly, mate. Develop a new Richter scale for it because it's coming. How'd the game feel? Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, good, a yeah, good bunch of lads. Run out. They had a strong team, decent players, questionable fourth team players in key positions. But, you know, it's a good team. Like everyone fronted up. Good game. Blowing many cobwebs off. And, and lastly, are we going to see you again down there? Cause yeah, occasionally. Nice. Yeah, occasionally. I'll run out when I'm, I haven't got anything else to do, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's good fun. I'll be around more often than not, hopefully. Cool. Well, it's great to see you, mate. And um, yes. we'll speak to you soon. Yeah. Okay, guys, we are joining you from the post-game celebrations at Vigo. CJ Maguire receiving his club tie for making his debut today. Well done, CJ. He's also going up on the chair. Oh. Looks like there's another tie to be given out. He's not drinking, but he gets a tie anyway, so because debut last week. Craig Whitehead made his debut last week, so he is being presented with a tie. He's been asked to go on the chair, but he is not. So he is, he is going on the chair. Craig has gone up on the chair. Man, that was Phil Chexfield, who is around, he's driving, he's already got a beer. Everyone is telling him to man up and should drink drive, but obviously we know that's wrong. Stuart Spears gets man of the match in the third team today. Unfortunately, two losses for Vigo, but both good performances and both of those players for Jacksonville and Stuart Spears have earned their awards so they're up on the chair now Stefan who do you think is going to win we've got Stuart Spears Craig Whitehead and CJ Maguire I, I think CJ is going to win he's in Northern Ireland that is Stefan he's standing next to me the best supporter in the world here we go and seeing them off Craig's doing well Stu's doing well and Craig well done and I think it was in the end. I think it was Whitehead, then Maguire, then Spears. Good effort from all the guys there. We'll, uh, we'll hopefully catch up with Phil Chexfield in a minute as the, uh, as the man of the match today. Uh, and we'll try and catch Stuart Spears as well. Um, let's go and see if we can find Phil Chexfield. So we'll come over to, ch to chat with uh, Phil Chexfield and he's refusing to talk to the Vigo Rugby podcast today. He got man of the match, but he said no because his head hurts. Took a few hits to the head. It was a tough game. Oh, he's talking. He's talking. Tough game. Good. Good to get man of the match so early on in the year, though, Phil. Yeah, good first game of the season for me personally. Was it one of the tackles that bonked you on the head? It was cutting across the pitch to hit the winger, and the forearm hit me in the head. Ah, uh, not great, not great. Sean Henderson's just saying goodbye to us. See you later, yes. Sean. Uh, I enjoyed the late on try. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was good. Got, yep, got a try at the end. That was impressive. Nice to see. Um, just a couple of quick questions for you that we're going to ask the man of the match every week. Um, first of all, what's your favourite moment of last season? As we obviously haven't had many games yet. Favourite moment of last season was um, my last minute try to score a hat-trick. And it was at RBS. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was last a good play, hat trick. It was a good that. try. It was a good try. And it was a good moment. Um, second up, who else on the pitch do you think played well today? 
I thought Ben Butlin had a good game at eight. I thought Max had a good game coming on for, I think, near enough his first team debut. I think he's had a couple of games before, but nothing major. I thought coming on, playing seven, due to playing centre last season for the twos, thought he had a good game. Solid on. game, solid game. Um, also, uh, I mean, have you got a wife? you got a, a girlfriend? I've got a partner. Is she here? Is she here? Yeah. Is she here? Tell her you love her. Love her. <laughs> well played. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, and lastly, um, there's been a few rumours that you might not feature regularly this season. Yeah, this is true. What do you, what do you say to those those rumours? Uh, those rumours are true, due to being in Newcastle for Ooh. at least one weekend a month, and with some work. But I will commit as fully as I can. But you know, still commit to the boys, obviously. Obviously, still obviously, commit to the boys. A few nights out with the boys. A few nights out with the fellas. Sounds good, mate. Well played today. Thank Did you. really well. And uh, I hope, hope that form continues on when you're available. And I hope you get fit and get back on the pitch with us very soon. soon. Thanks for saying that, mate. No Thanks problem. for saying that. Appreciate the conversation. Cheers, Bill. Okay, so uh, we have got uh, a little bit of time left. Um, so we are going to get on to uh, reflection time with Tony and Jake. Um, just to uh, try and break down what happened uh, in the game today. Um, but just before we get there, uh, let's have a quick chat about the uh, results in the Gallagher Premiership today uh, and last night. Uh, last night we saw the Bristol Bears um, seal a, a first win of the season, um, first win since they got promoted against Bath. Um, did anyone see the game? I saw the last 20 minutes. I missed it, I'm afraid. Um, Big Brist- result for Bristol, though. Mm, um, Bristol looked good, Jake. Yeah, I thought they looked they looked well organised for a team that's just come up. Got yeah. some big names in the team. And Pat Lamb seems like he's doing a good job. Um, today, uh, I don't know if these, any of these are surprising. Um, Gloucester, Woo. Gloucester won against Northampton, twenty-seven sixteen. Connor Cherry and Whites, good good result for them. Yeah, they're, they're, always, they're always good on opening weekend. Though. I feel like they last year they done quite well on opening weekend as well. I bet yeah, Zach Quinn's laughing. No, it yeah. wasn't. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I bet City it is. Um, yeah, no, definitely. Is that? Are we worried about Northampton this year? I think so. Uh, they've got like I think bigger might keep them keep them up just because of his kicking ability. Their, like their end of the season last year, much like Harlequins, was pretty poor. Yeah. Um, they, they I don't seen, know whether they'll struggle. They haven't done much recruitment, like Haskell and a few other boys, but not. <laughs> Not a complete overhaul. Same as same as Bath, actually. Like we obviously glazed over Bath. They didn't have the best end to last season. But what are they? And last night, obviously lost. Are they in trouble this year, or are they, they got the squad to deal with it? Um, I think they could be the the surprise package at the bottom of the table. Oh, what Bath? Yeah, I think they got the ball. I don't think they'll go down, but yeah, I think they'll I don't be, know if they'll, they'll be beat for the top six. Yeah, bottom half. Are we, are we all agreed on the team that are probably going to get relegated this year? I think Worcester. Who do you reckon? I think Worcester. Maybe, although Wasps only beat them 20, 21-20. Well, I was just looking at their results today, yeah. yeah that's not um, a bad go from them. No, nah, not at all. And, I mean, I mean it's Wasps at Worcester. Few people, but... Yeah, on the opening day, sometimes there's a bit of a buzz around, but just a one-point win against a team that are in the, in the Premiership uh, playoffs last year is, uh, yeah, not a bad effort from them. I don't know a lot about what's going on at Worcester, but I know that they haven't really strengthened the squad at all yeah, since last year. They're not... not not many names there, is there? They got a few boys leaving. Like T- uh, Tio's still there. His contract's up at the end of the year, though. They've got a few uh, that are on the edge. He can't be hanging around for long. Yeah, so if he wants an England prospect. I think mm. he'll, he'll, end, he'll end up at a, a Wasps or a Saris or something similar. Yeah, somewhere, somewhere up there. And then the last one, we just watched a lot of it. Exeter smashed Leicester, forty points to six. It's what a little uh, bit embarrassing for Leicester, really. Definitely. Same, same story as last year. Just that they just look shit. Mm. Like how they stayed up last year. And Exeter are just looking 
Sharp. Look, like, they did really look good, real right? good, to be fair. And like probably the, the team that no one hates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of the way they come up and the way they've built. So, like, predictions-wise, are we thinking top four is going to be the same classic, as it always is? Classic Exeter series. Yeah, yeah top two, probably Wasps. of course. They'll be top two. I think Wasps, it depends on... Gloucester. Ha- mm. uh, obviously going to get in there. The, Maybe. Uh, Wasps have just lost... Who's the 10? At Wasps? New Zealand 10. I can't remember. They have lost it. Um... Whatever his name is. They've lost, they've lost Cyprian as well. Yeah, they've lost Sips and yeah. uh, the 10's just done his ACL. So oh, really? He's out for nine yeah, months. Ah, right. So they so might struggle a, for a 10. Yeah, that could be a big challenge. They might them. pull, I'm sure they'll pull someone in from somewhere they've though. They've got a um, young, young lad who looked quite Super rugby season's just uh, just finished up, so I'd imagine you might find find them pull someone in from somewhere. It'll be interesting to see how Quinn's do with a new big win, Big win for Quinn's today. Yeah, I was uh, really pleased, really pleased to say, um, well. yeah, to see that going on. I know we signed a big, um, say we, uh, the boys, the Quinn's, uh, we signed a big Fijian in the week, back row, but he didn't yeah. play today, but I'm guessing there's going to be a bit of bedding downtime. But, uh, yeah, but yeah, I think that fourth spot is up for grabs. Newcastle, Gloucester. I think um, we'll see tomorrow yeah. in Newcastle. I think they're going to fade away this year. I don't know, um, Dean Richards. I don't know if they've got it in the locker again. Yeah, yeah. I think, like, I think they did well story. to get there last year. Like Leicester with the Premier League in football. Like they, they, they'll ride the one season, they, they, they was decent, but that'll be it. Yeah. I think they'll sort of fall away now. Yeah, oh, well, I hope, I hope Quinns are in the mix, but I think the mid-table, I'd be happy with a mid-table yeah. for six, Quinns. Six, six plus. Top, yeah, sixth or seventh, I think, is the normal the norm for Quinns and Gloucester, unless someone steps up, steps up out of the pack. Oh, cool. Um, well, we've got another game tomorrow, obviously, um, but we, uh, we won't get on to that till next week. Um, so today, um, for, for us, for Vigo, um, we obviously had a, a bit of a, you know, not devastating loss, but it was 19-7 and we felt, I think we felt on the side like we could have done better, like we were the better team on the day. We just couldn't really uh, capitalise on what we had. How did it feel on the pitch? Oh, right, we just, we just never seemed to go anywhere in the time. Like, we, we didn't have, I don't actually remember having the ball like a lot of the time. It took us 65 minutes to actually play some rugby, um, front up. And one of their, like, there were some missed tackles in midfield and when they scored two of their tries, they were probably quite lucky. Right. And I think we was unlucky with at Tony's cross field kick to Adam. Oh yeah, yeah, just, like, yeah. He was basically on the line. Yeah, I'm not sure. But um, line out. Was, the line, but there was a good cover tackle there. Uh, line two, out was two shite, guys, which essentially lost us a lot of possession. To be fair, yeah. we didn't get a lot of ball. Yeah. And took us too long to realise that as well. We should have just gone to the scrums because the scrum was amazing. Yeah, like, the but then you got you sort of you, you, and the scrummaging, scrummaging was a massive positive. Like it was really really good. We in the first half we we got the ball back three times on on their scrum. Well. Um, yeah, and they look they look. You know, big, big fit rugby players. They they looked all right, but we obviously we we did better technique wise. I think in the scrum and yeah. took that on from last season, which is nice. Um, but yeah, the line out needs to be fixed. But it's, it's hard when you got a penalty in the middle of the park. Yeah, you don't want to be you don't want to be fifty meters out still. No. You want to be, you know, ten meters out. Say you lose the ball ten meters out. All right, fair play. You defend and put them behind their own line to get rid of. Rather, 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 like, do you use 50 metres? Yeah, I think like, like, do you just take the territory was, and if you you just gamble on the line? There was a few where we was like in the middle of the park, like on the halfway line, and you don't really want to be taking a scrum there. Like, I don't, the scrum's good, but then you like, it's got to be decent ball, and the There's boys got to be thrown back. back. Whereas, like, mm. we can if you can make 30 metres, like you said, like we lose the ball, but we shouldn't be losing our own ball, and it's just yeah. adjusting to losing Nick and then 
Hendo coming in and Hendo's not there and we're down to one jumper and it's yeah. and they were fucking well drilled and they switched onto it unlike Alsford last week who just yeah. didn't and Liam still got free yeah uh, yeah. so I mean there's a bit, bit to work on in training this week but nothing that can't be fixed uh, we're looking forward to Folkestone next week just before we leave you we've just had a report in from Gravesend uh, Gravesend against Old Willies another friendly going on today Old Willies obviously in our league we got them in two weeks time Gravesend beat them 50 points to 10 um, little small report says their scrum was poor um, and they were hit hard around the fringes but they were strong in midfield um, so that'll that'll be interesting little quite positive result for us that I think looking yeah, I at different teams results especially after the like Jill's played them um, last two weeks ago yeah after Jill beat, beat them as well 17-15 and we beat 17-12 uh, we beat Jill's comfortably in the second game last year so yeah something like that wasn't it yes um, yeah Definitely, yeah, positives from all, all over the place. But um, I think that's all we've got time for uh, on our first ever Vigo Rugby pod. Um, so thanks to everyone who's been on the pod today. Um, hopefully we'll catch most of you again next week. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks, Jake. No problems. Thanks, uh, thanks, Tony. No problems, bud. Doing the, uh, the battle bus breakdown at the end. And um, we'll see you next week. See you later. See ya.